Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the All Things Good podcast from Luther Memorial Church in Quincy, Illinois. I'm Pastor Tony and I'm going to be bringing a sermon to you today. And the text, the scripture text that this sermon comes from is first of all Isaiah chapter 40 verses 27 through 31. And then the gospel lesson is Mark chapter 1 verses 29 through 39. Uh, if you are able, I do encourage you to take a pause here and go ahead and, and read those texts for yourself before you, read, before you listen to the sermon. If you don't have that opportunity, no worries. Uh, just listen to the sermon and, you know, if I preach a good sermon, then you'll have a pretty good idea of, of what's in these texts. So, and I do have a message today that I'm really excited to share with you going to try something a little bit new with today's podcast. Uh, so stick around at the very end, just after the sermon has completed. And there's a way that I would like to invite you to engage with and respond to the message that you hear today. So thanks for tuning in and here goes. Grace to you all and peace in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our attention spans are shorter these days than they ever have been. Wouldn't you agree? I'm certainly aware of that as I prepare sermons, and I always figure I better try to say something somewhat interesting right off the bat if I want to grab folks' attention and keep it. I think that movies have really had to adjust to our short attention spans. I remember watching movies on VHS with my family. And, and one of the things that you always had to do is fast forward through like 20 or 30 minutes of previews. And then movies at that time would have these long sort of opening credits where there would be like a full song and the names of everybody who's involved in making the movie flashing on the screen. And so you'd have to try to fast forward and hit the point where the action actually begins and you'd have to go forward and back and forward and back until you finally found it. But these days, movies tend to just get right into the action. They know that they have to grab our attention right away. Now, the Gospel of Mark, as ancient as it is, it's very contemporary and modern in this way because it gets right into the action. We're still just in chapter 1, and Jesus has already been baptized. He's had his temptation in the wilderness for 40 days. He's called his first disciples, and then he's gotten straight to work, casting out unclean spirits and healing a bunch of people in Capernaum. And the next thing you know, it's on to the rest of the Galilean region, preaching and teaching and healing and casting out demons. Mark wastes no time in telling his story. There's an urgency about it. Jesus is on the move. God is on the move. The disciples follow close behind. There's things to do. Last week, we heard about Jesus' first miracle in Mark. You know, when he's in the synagogue on the Sabbath and a man possessed by demons appears and Jesus casts them out. And then our story for today begins as soon as he left the synagogue. There's no dilly-dallying here, but as soon as he left the synagogue, he went to the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John, and Simon's mother-in-law is in bed with a fever. Jesus came and took her by the hand, and he lifted her up. 
The fever left her and she began to serve them. She is lifted up to serve. Now, I know what some of you might be thinking. Did Jesus just heal her because he wanted a sandwich or something? I mean, did she have to start serving them right away? Couldn't they have opened up the fridge and found something for themselves and given her a little bit of time to recover from what just happened? But, you know, the likelihood is that serving is exactly what she wanted to be doing. Hospitality was really, really important back then. And, and her son-in-law had a bunch of his friends over, and Jesus too, and she probably wanted to be up taking really good care of them. Now, I want to talk just briefly about the original Greek word that is translated in this story as serve. It says, the fever left her and she began to serve them. The Greek word for serve is diakoneo. And this is really a significant word in the New Testament. Perhaps no word better sums up what Jesus was here for and what the church exists for even today. What Simon's mother-in-law did that day, as you're going to see, is no small or insignificant thing. What she did is what being a Christian is all about. The word diakoneo is often translated as to serve in the New Testament, but really the most literal translation of this word means to kick up dust. To kick up dust because you're on the move. It probably comes from when servants would kick up dust as they walked through the courtyard back and forth from the kitchen to the table, the table to the kitchen. I want you to think about just for a moment here, what have been some of your most profound experiences of being served? For me, and without a doubt, it would be my grandparents, Leonard and Marianne Rieger. They're gone now, but when I was young, I would go over to their house for Totino's Pizza Nights. And all I had to do was come into the house and sit down at the dining room table. They took care of the rest. Pretty much the whole time, grandma and grandpa would be back and forth from the kitchen to the table, table to the kitchen. They would have been kicking up lots of dust if my grandma didn't keep such a clean house. Now, grandma would be making the salad and pouring the drinks, and Grandpa would be manning the microwave, putting in one pizza after another and adding some of his own custom toppings. The only times that they would actually be sitting with me was at the beginning of the meal when we prayed and at the end when we ate dessert. Otherwise, they were serving, loving, and just enjoying every minute of it. It's really wonderful to be served like that. It's a little foretaste of the feast to come. It's, it's a little slice of heaven, literally. And so this word, diakoneo, is no small thing, no insignificant thing. It's what we're here to do. We are lifted up to get low. We are lifted up to serve, to love. I want to give you just a quick glimpse of the other ways that this word is used in the Gospel of Mark, and you're going to see how important this word is. You know when Jesus was tempted and tested in the wilderness? 
Mark says he was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. The angels served him. It's the same word there, diakoneo. This is the work of angels. In Mark 10, when the disciples are arguing about who among them is the greatest, Jesus says to them, the son of man, speaking of himself, came not to be served, but to serve, diakoneo, and to give his life a ransom for many. So diakoneo is what Jesus came to do. He came to serve. If you had to distill his whole ministry here on earth down to just one word, this is the word for it. And then, perhaps the most significant, in Mark chapter 15, just after Jesus is crucified and has drawn his last breath, we are told that some women are there. Now, the male disciples had deserted deserted him long ago, but the women are there, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph and Salome. Mark tells us that these women used to follow him and they ministered to him while he was in Galilee. Ministered to him. That's the same word, diakoneo. They served him to the end, to the bitter end. So while the service that Peter's mother-in-law provided when Jesus lifted her up might seem like a small, insignificant thing at first, it most certainly was not. It was the thing, the most important thing. It's what Jesus came to do. It's what we are called to do. We are lifted up to serve, lifted up from our sins, lifted up from our fear and shame, lifted up from our self-centeredness and called to kick up some dust, caring for our neighbors. There is no word that better or more fully encapsulates what the church exists for than diakoneo. We are here to serve. We are here to give the world just a little slice, just a little taste of the kingdom of heaven right here on earth. It is as simple and it is as profound as that. We fall short, friends. We get weary, but Jesus comes to lift us up and send us out again and again. That reading from Isaiah says, even youths will faint and grow weary and the young will fall exhausted, but those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Let's kick up some dust, dear friends. Let's kick up some dust, loving and serving and caring for our neighbors. Amen. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the All Things Good podcast. As I said from the beginning, there's a special way that I'd like to invite you to respond to today's message. You heard me share a story in the sermon about one of the most profound experiences that I've had of being served. Um, That story about the Totino's Nights with 
my grandparents. I'm guessing you have some really amazing stories as well. And I'd like to invite you to share those with the podcast. So all you do is go to anchor.fm backslash Tony hyphen Metz. I'm going to put that link in the description of this podcast as well. But once you go to that website, you're going to see a little button that says message and you just click that button and then you can leave a voice message for the podcast with your story. And I may well include your story in the next episode of the podcast. So I really look forward to hearing what you have to share. Thanks so much. If you'd like to find out more about Luther Memorial Church and how to connect with us for worship on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m., just go to lmcquincy.com. You can also find more information about the podcast there. You'll see the podcast icon that you can click on, and there's lots of archived episodes if if you want to listen to another episode of, of the All Things Good podcast. So thanks for tuning in today. Look forward to talking with you next time. And God bless everybody.